You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast. We're at season 12, episode 17. Uh, I'm John and tonight joined by Erin. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Not but, um, happy about football, but we're not going to speak about it. We're just going to speak about Scotland, aren't we? So that's fine. Aye, uh, back after your loan appearance on Ali Beck's podcast. I was actually, came back, no injuries, all fine. A good, good. loan spell. Good loan spell. Did you get Aye. the loan fee received? No, we never. Oh. And Blaisdell, he's been in other podcasts, no loan fee, no, no contact, disgraceful. Um, we've got Jeff. how you doing, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. That was a weekend, I believe. Aye. Erin was delighted, and I was delighted to know that you were coming on tonight. Yeah. It's like a, just I a was so I? pleased when I saw that Jeff was coming on. I could not wait to hear from him. She wanted to speak to me about my appendicitis, which is fair. That was very brave, actually, to be fair. You've had an injury. I, I, did, I didn't even have a loan spot, I just had an injury. Yeah, back, fighting fit. <laughs> Um, Josh, how are you? Good evening, John. How you doing, mate? I'm all right. Monday. Good to, good to see you. Good to see you. No one else can see us, but we can see each other. That's all that matters. I know this week, and then on holiday next week for a few days. So happy days, happy days. Happy um, days, mate. Happy days. Um, we've got a guest on. So we've got vlogger Blair McNally on. How you doing? How are we doing, guys? It's an absolute pleasure to be on, and I'm looking forward to a wee bit of patter and talking about the joys of Scottish football, as usual. <laughs> Aye, definitely. It's good to have you on, because obviously we kind of tried before, and just... you were Aye, next end, next end, things happened. Next end, I line Wi-Fi last time. Nothing, no. to, nothing to obstruct me. So, we're good. <clears throat> we're happy to have you on. Um, so, obviously, we're going to talk about your vlogging, but before that, we'll talk about Scotland and the draw that was made Yesterday, so we're recording Monday, obviously. The job was made yesterday. Bit of an awkward group, isn't it, boys? Get old. Well, let me let me give you let me take this one for the get go, John. <laughs> oh, uh, let, me, go. let me hit you with some stats. Right. Oh. All right, Chris right. in disguise. Right. Spain, four points. Right. Georgia, six points. Norway, six points. Cyprus, six points. We are going to Euro 2024. That's right, not that's stats, is it, Josh? That's, that's just made up results. Mic drop. Mic drop. That's not stats, is it, though? That's just invented <laughs> hey, points. excuse me. It will be stats. Right, okay. <laughs> Currently, it's not stats, though. Can we agree that? That's just points Josh, that you've imagined. Choose, choose optimism. <laughs> choose optimism. Choose optimism. It's just blind. blind stupid. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are going through a full was... group. We are going through a full group and dropping two points. I think it was Betfair who put up the um, the thing with Spain, Cyprus, Georgia, Halland, but they used the wrong flag. Yeah, it was very almost flag, very good. It? Yeah, ruined quite a funny joke. Um, one of my pals on Saturday was saying that um, he's an Arsenal fan. He was speaking about Man City and he said, that big lump of wood's done nothing today. And I was like, mm, well, he'd scored right after it. I was like, pretty sure Haaland's quite good, actually. 
and here we are. So you can blame him for Norway. He's on a downturn anyway. He only scored one at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's rubbish. He's on the side. Right. It's Tony Watts better than that. Exactly. Exactly. Nah, today, they've got quality through to their team, don't they? What, Norway? Norway's attacking attacking lineup is is pretty. (laughs) And Josh, you're going to Norway, correct? Yes, indeed, old man. After that uh, calamitous uh, fuck-up by uh, UEFA. um, This morning, they were like, oh, jokes, haha, fixtures are what they said last night. Isn't it funny? Mate, mate, I I can't even describe the meltdown in my partner in my group chat last night. Oh, Twitter was, I have to just ignore it. Like Hunter said, we'd booked up Norway. Like we'd already paid for our flights, you know, um, all that carry on. And when when I seen that the SFA uh, tweet, sent out the tweet saying, or whatever it was, um, uh, update, please uh, disregard this list of fixtures. Um, we were already looking at flights for uh, what's the game after that? Is it Cyprus or Georgia? I think it's Cyprus. Because um, another one of our mates had already booked up a five day holiday with his whole family. You know, um, but is he gonna? Then, when's he gonna mention the game when they get there? Yeah, I'm probably. not bad. This seems to be a football match on at the same time. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't, it be, strange. wouldn't it be funny if I went down the road? <laughs> but then the cheat to come out this morning, as you said, Erin, and it's like jokes. Every single fixture is exactly the same. Yeah, it's not something about the Spain game because Spain is a national holiday. Yeah, yeah, it's game. National Sp- Spain. It's Spain Day or well, National Spain Day. Yeah, so, yeah, I couldn't figure out. So last night I was like, oh. Not really sure what the issue here is. These fixtures look fine. This morning they were like, ha, ha, they're the same. What an absolute embarrassment. Um, but actually, speaking of fixtures and moving, the FA Cup final, the Scottish Cup final, the 3rd of June, and that is apparently going to be, I keep saying pretty sure, the King's big day. But they can't get shifted, can they? Because there's literally no other day to play them. Uh, it's not the days to play up and like the constitution thing means that it has to be like on a certain date. So like yeah, I kind of shafted on that. Don't worry about it. You're an well no, they can have the constitution, fine. they can have the <laughs> coronation whenever really. They want to have it then because it was the Queen's Day, so that's like nice. But they actually can't move the it's only because my pals were speaking about the coronation. I was like, Oh, that's Scotch Cup final day. And they're like, surely not anymore, but it has to be. You can't have it the weekend after. Again, we're finished. We're into internationals. Yeah, there's a reason why they can't do it the week before as well, aren't they? Like, yeah, Hamden anyway, there's a reason. Season's not finished the week before. Aye, ah, yeah. I, I knew there was a reason, but like, yeah. That's... Because of the World Cup, so, dear, dear, dear. Nice. <laughs> right, so Josh is very optimistic about the group. Um, to be fair, we are seeded second, so we should be qualifying. Right, so, sorry, I mean, look, seeing all seriousness, mate, right, I'm going to give you my, my proper top as well for you. Um, Where's the draw with Spain, Josh? Is that a, is that a hope with so, Spain, but we'll beat them away? We, we, Oh, where's the draw? Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, I think we'll be, I think we'll beat. I think we'll beat them away. Um, and the draw at Hamden. So you think yeah. the worst result is going to be a draw at Hamden with Spain? Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Um, sure. No. No. Serious. Serious time though. Um, it is. It's a tough group, right? Let Let's Let's no beat around the bush uh, because even even the lower pot teams are some of the better picks. You know, Georgia. Georgia are the same Georgia of Craig Levine's era. Um, you know they they, they are a, a decent um, outfit, um, and it's going to be tough for us to 
um, beat them away. Um, the boy who played the Champions League the other week, um, was he, he's got a really, Jeff, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're using it usually a bit of an arnack on this sort of stuff, Jeff. Um, aye, the Napoli boy, he looks a player. To Sharafili or something? Yeah, aye, aye, that's it. So, so that, I mean, they're no, they're no, you know, they're no mugs. And Georgia has been our bogey team over the years. It has been. Cyprus are, you know, very beatable. But, you know, I, I think there's always a bit of a misconception around Cyprus that, you know, that, that they're a bit of a, like a, a Malta or a San Marino. They're not. They're a, you know, they're a fairly decent footballing team. Um, as uh, well as Neil Lennon's uh, showed in the was it U- Conference League last week? Was it Conference League? They went what they went up against Manu anyway. Um, aye, it was. Aye, it was. So um, yeah, and Norway obviously speaks for itself. They have a lot of class options in their team. Um, and then Spain, um, I, I don't relish the, the thought of playing against Pedri. So it's going to be a tough group to get through. But you know. In seriousness, we've got to look at our um, our own setup. We, we've got quality littered through the Scotland team. And there will be podcasts happening in Georgia, Spain and Norway right now. Footballing podcasts that are talking about this draw and talking about um, John McGinn and Andrew Robertson and Kieran Tierney and Nathan Patterson and Aaron Hickey. So we, we've got quality. And uh, Lyndon Dykes, obviously, not to not to forget the big man. Um, so and Portis, of course, remember. Uh, uh, oh, I, Ryan Portis, I, I hey, on our forty-year-old goalkeeper. Honestly, the, my words right in my throat. By the way, about him. Um, so, I we are contenders for this group. Make no bones about that. Will we get through the group with only dropping two points? Yet to be seen, but <laughs> <laughs> but we, we shall see. To be fair to Josh, I've given I've given see the games against Spain and now. Let's be honest, right? Spain are more than likely going to win, but Spain do have a really bad habit, especially under Luis Enrique, to drop stupid points against teams that you wouldn't expect them to drop points to, like Switzerland in the last set of the Nations Leagues. Um, but I still think Spain will go through that group. It's a straight-up fight. And Norway are good, but if they're missing Haaland, then Norway are not anywhere near as good, as, is, as would, to be fair, any other team. Um, be Josh and Nicole. Hi, <laughs> but um, I don't. I don't know. I think Scotland are probably. I've all the other teams there. I've got a, a proper, a proper shitey week. Do you know what? So, See if Slovenia and Serbia can beat Norway. Then we can definitely beat Norway. Yeah, I actually did look at the recent results, and they don't like. They've not been that brilliant. I, th- I think yeah, I think there's a there's a bit of a disposition um, to laser focus on that that one extraordinary player. Now I know that Norway have a, a number of really good players. I'm thinking like Udegaard and all right, but I mean, how many you know how many years over the times over the years did we play um, Macedonia and they had Goran Pandev and we thought, oh, Goran Pandev's in their team. And then you think, well, actually, apart from him, they've really got no game day. Um, so they, they do have quality in their team. I'm not comparing Norway to Macedonia, but um, I think you know we need to take Haaland in isolation as, as the one outstanding footballer that they have. Well, they have a few outstanding footballers, but you know, as in the one, one of the best players in Europe or the world. Um, so as long as we keep him quiet, um, and you never know, Ryan Portis might. 
come. Yeah, I mean, did it, was there no was there no that that image of Effie Ambrose playing against against Haaland a few years ago? So yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe Ryan Portis can phone up his old Hibs mate Effie and ask for a few tips. Wait, Effie, what's your tip to stop a big, massive? <clears throat> All the Hibs fans were tweeting <laughs> saying uh, Effie was able to hold him up for ninety minutes, forgetting that he never even played at Easter Road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant man! In fairness, right, <clears throat> Haaland. Yeah, he is exceptionally good. He's going to be top scorer by Miles. He is very, very good. But, and I will say, I don't watch like the Norwegian national team, but look at the results and they don't seem absolutely outstanding. And also, Haaland's good, right? But Haaland's in, he played for Man City. Like, we're not playing Man City. We're playing yeah. other people from Norway that I've not necessarily heard of most of. Do you know, do you know something, Erin? Sorry, I'm service. Uh, do you know a good comparison, actually? Would be Sweden under uh, Ibra, um, with Zlatan in their team. You know they they had they had a, a good solid team, with a lot of good players in it for years and years, and this one utter superstar. Um, it just a kind of it probably is a bit of a, a comparison, I would think. Ah, if it's Zlatan used to like get him to tournaments, and maybe that's going to be the start of Norway doing something good. Just having that, that figure so that it can score goals. You've got no, to have a balanced just, debate, a balanced debate. I know I just balance. concentrated on Ireland as much as everyone else did, but to be fair, like to Norway, the rest of their squad isn't exactly like unknowns. You've got Alexander Soloff from uh, Real Sociedad, you've got Aoi obviously Celtic fans remember him, you've got Sander Berg, you've got Odegaard, <laughs> you've got Medding, you've got the back line mostly plays in Italy, you've got Nyland, who's obviously now just signed Derby Le- Le- uh, Leipzig, I, uh, Christopher Ayer, obviously, He's just he, he, we've, they've got a lot of players that a know the Scottish game, they've played in it, and b yeah we might not necessarily remember the rest of the Norway team because like with that Sweden team and with Latin we we tended to forget the other quality players that they have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm Norway are due to change the manager as well. I'm look, looking through the team to it, <laughs> looking through the team now, Jeff. That you've said that uh, that is a bit frightening. <laughs> nah, I think it's all fine. Don't worry. I mean, but they don't have white boards. So, you know, we'll be fine. All in the dikes. You did score a double at the weekend, to be fair. So. You did, and Ryan Christie scored at the weekend. And Ryan Christie scored at the weekend. Yeah. So, and yeah. Ryan Portis scored at the weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, see, top scoring everywhere. Sure. We won't speak about Ryan Portis on this podcast. You see, see Gogsy's reaction to that? Oh, I, I think I did see this player actually. I think I did. Um, oh, I, I, I think it was one of these uh, viral YouTube uh, clips over the weekend. Brilliant. Oh dear! Oh dear! Aye, Lola said the better. Brilliant. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the group player? Listen, uh, Spain. They are starting to put together a team. Um, they obviously have just been through a rut, coming from the golden generation. Uh, but now they're starting to get together a good amount of youth players, getting the youth players' experience, and uh, their team is starting to gel together now. So I think we've hit them at a bit of a bad bad spell. Norway, the same. Haaland's hitting form. Odegaard's starting to hit form. Uh, and then you've got Alexander Solov. Is he still at Trabzonspor? on sport? I think Jeff said he's moved to... Sociedad, was it? Real Sociedad. Yes, I'm yeah, Sociedad. So at Trabzonspor, he was he was hitting numbers last season, I'm sure, was it? Um he was in good form. Uh, so do you know what? It's a tough group, but listen, anything can happen. 
Like we all know ourselves, anything can happen, and I think that's just what we need to hope for. Um, we've shown we can do it in the last couple of years, so listen, why not? Just go for it. Um, going to be very good games. Norway, I think, will be the best matchup. I think that'll be like the, the best pound for pound matchup. We've got Premier League stars, they've got Premier League stars, and listen, if we've got all, all players ready, we can just go for it. Uh, just depends, obviously, who we're going to start now. We've actually got a bit of a pickle, centre-backs, etc. for the first time ever. Still, said, waiting on that, still waiting on that Liam Lindsay call-up. But... <laughs> you, you, said, uh, you said before we, were, uh, we started recording, Blair, that you used to play for Renfrew. Um, and uh, John, John and I are both um, ardent junior football aficionados. Um, and and the, the one thing I know about watching junior football um, particularly is that belief is everything right now there's no comparison between junior football and international level football obviously but this is a team a Scotland team that have belief pouring at them you know belief that they can get results belief that they can go and give teams a game it's 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 the most positive Scotland team I've seen in years so I totally agree with you we, we can get the results do you know what see if John McGinn does his squats the day before the game listen Games hours, the, the 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 tournaments hours, just need to keep me John Danny squats in the Clyde Bank Sports Centre, and we're good to go. Oh, if he keeps performing that way, is it? I'll be happy to see it. Much as the fixtures have now been decided, be happy the way they're actually scheduled. Because we get two home games to start, and then we do have a home game to finish against Norway, which could be a big one. No away, no away double headers is a big one uh, f- for me. It means uh, no kind of long periods off work. <laughs> <laughs> and what about what? the prices of pints? Have we done well for the prices of pints? <laughs> Norway, oh. Jesus Christ. Norway cancels oh. out any potential other good ones because it's about 15 quid a pint. Yeah. Um, still, waiting to, still waiting to see where the Spain game, the away Spain game is actually going to get held, uh, which will oh, determine no. which will determine the brand of beer, which is going to yeah, be Yeah, where's the Spain game likely to be? That stadium's not well, finished, is we, it? We, still it's, it? It won't be in it won't be in Madrid. It's in so, Madrid, it won't be it, it, I was saying I, I don't know, Jeff, I, I was looking at the past uh, eight or so fixtures. It hasn't been up in the Basque country for a while. It won't so, be either. No. Oh, uh, so like, so, wow. So for the Basque country, because of the fact that like Samanes, which is obviously a quality stadium, I recommend everyone goes and go for the tour of it as well, because I know that's how important the club is. But Samanes isn't a um, is quite like the home of the Basque country, and the Basque country are very much, as people may or may not know for geopolitical reasons, very much sees itself as an independent state and views itself as one such a, to such extent to speak Basque realistically. Uh, similar to Catalonia. Yeah. Um, and then, like Catalonia, there, um, there isn't really, like, at any point in the Basque country, there isn't really a hardened support for the Spain national team. Now, they were going to have the Euro 2020 games there, and that was controversial enough uh, to the point where they got moved back to Seville. That, I should add, that isn't the reason why it got moved to Seville. It got moved to Seville because of COVID reasons rather than anything else. And they can get more people into the stadium in Seville than they can in San Mamés. But they don't tend to take uh, international games there. Scotland game might be one because there's quite a strong connection between Basque uh, people and Scotland. They Basque people appreciate well, obviously it's where Scotland is and wants to be independent. It might be one they use, but it's highly unlikely. Um, and as I said in our group chat earlier, like in Spain, this hasn't been received as a 
Uh, none of these games have been received in Spain as big games. I know we see ourselves as obviously a bigger country than, than others might, but Spain aren't seeing it as that. According to like early reports, I think the favourite location at the minute is Zaragoza again because they just had a game held there uh, and it was it, it went really well. But it's Spain National Day, which means one of the stadiums in Seville will possibly be the more likely location with the Sanchez Pesquan being the most likely. Um, but again, I was speaking to a Spanish football journalist earlier um, about the Scotland team, and he was saying that. Um, at the minute if it's in Madrid it will be at Hatafe Stadium Coliseum which would be quite a quite a nice one because it's not one people really know about but it is quite a big stadium and it's quite a nice stadium so uh, yeah there's a few locations but the problem with Spain is they don't tend to announce it really very early they tend to leave it quite last minute um, and obviously they like to take the Spain team on a tour of, of Spain as much as possible and the thing is it's, it's not always La Liga um La Liga stadiums is sometimes Segunda stadiums instead, which makes it even more complicated. Uh, because uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, it's a slight side note, but uh, Necriaga were playing Ghana <laughs> in Spain and they played it in a third division stadium. So, um, yeah, they're not really overly fussed. A lot of stadiums in Spain are obviously massive and they can hold it. It's a bit like Germany. You, you might get Berlin for the big game. Or Munich, but you could equally end up at uh, Nuremberg or, or Kaiserslautern as much as you could end up anywhere else. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see where it goes, mostly because I'm an anorak and I want to see where it goes in Spain. And I like Spanish football, so it doesn't bother me. But I think, um, I, I think that's a good thing because it just it tours it around the country. I know we've seen it with a bit different with like your Aberdeens and your uh, Motherwells, etc. But um, see the way like they tour it around, it means p- more people around the country are getting a taste for national football. Obviously, they've got different level of stadiums in Spain. Do you know, like we've got stadiums that have still got no roof over the stand, um, that are finishing third in the, the Premiership. So, uh, it's, it's a wee bit different, but I it's it's a weird one. Maybe that's a whole other topic. Aye, back to the beer situation though. Anyone had Norwegian beer? Yes. <laughs> what's a what's a Norwegian beer that I would have had? Don't be getting anywhere else. Like, see, Norway, because it's all so bloody expensive. Everyone drinks that. I've never been there. to Norway. Oh, right. Um, I won't tell you Did how I, I got one here. No. Nah, you, you don't need to get Norwegian beer anywhere else outside of Norway because it's crap. <laughs> it's, um, I know people who have been, one of my um, friends has been, said it's beautiful and it's tempting, but it's apparently really, really, really expensive when you're there. And it, like, you've just been promoted, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can afford it. You can, you can probably pay for all time. Um, well, you're all right for a few, Bob, Let's let's get you on and you can pay for me and the boys' trip. But the thing is, is that it's annoying when you go somewhere and like drinks are double what they are at home, considering things here aren't cheap, aren't they? Doubling pricey. Come on, you drink Prosecco and Venoms. You drink all the fancy cocktails. Venoms is a fancy cocktail. Not a Venom. Fancy cocktails. Might have one before the Rangers game. I'm like, well, the odd Venom's nice. Um, uh, Prosecco is actually not that expensive. Uh, it's about £7.50. Uh, you love it, Edinburgh. <laughs> um, so, Georgian beer. I've never had a Georgian beer here. What did, like, so obviously, if these countries, if any of them beat us, we have to boycott anything that they um, export. What, is there anything? It's not, is there? 
Well, I thought it has to stop. It probably is. Chicken Kiev's, I thought, had to be over after Ukraine, but then we beat them and had a draw, so Chicken Kiev's are still allowed. Right. What did so you get from let, Norway? Chicken Kiev's on. Fish. <laughs> from mm, Norway, maybe like something right. Uh, well, we well, here's, 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 okay. here's Georgia. I'll give you some, a wee fact here. Some facts. Mm-hmm. Georgia's main exports are metals, motor cars, nuts, fertilisers, wine and mineral water. I don't know. I, had Georgia wine. I think I'm good. I think I'm good on Georgia. So if they uh, you can't really eat metal, can you? No, and I, I don't feel like I've had um what Georgia Georgia make cars. Cars. Nuts, Erin. Do you like nuts? Macadamia oh. nuts and stuff like that. Not on a Monday. Specifically, I don't know that I've ever like seen it and it's from Georgia. So no, I think we're fine. So if they beat us, that's okay. Right, okay. Um Norway, you don't have to boycott anything, do we? Where's IKEA? Sweden, isn't it? So that's okay. Yeah, uh, like Norway right. is hand hand moisturizer. You want to keep that because you have to remove mm-hmm. that. Uh, what Cyprus? Woody hats because it's always fucking gold. Cyprus has halloumi, so you're fucked. Cyprus is just like <laughs> little Britain, is it not? Like that's so like it's. All I actually stuff think anyway. halloumi is a very overrated cheese. That's by the way, but <laughs> I think it's. Oh no, so Blair's shaking his head, Blair likes Hillamate. Petrol, pharmaceuticals. I think it's such an overrated cheese. It tastes of nothing. It's got such a weird oh no. I see like a good recipe all day for chicken chirito and halloumi pasta. So I'm gonna be making that soon. Like I don't I don't hate it. But what's it's not the boys are all saying yes. Little basic bitches. I just don't get the obsession. Once again on the food debate, you've been over overruled. It doesn't overruled. melt. It doesn't do anything. But it should no, do. No, no enough caviar in it, is there? I do, no. I, do you know what I'd have? I'd just have a nice piece of cheddar. There you go. I, I can guarantee you, though, you're saying about boycotting things, there's no way you're boycotting tapas. Oh, no. Oh. Gonna, no one's no, ever going to boycott Spanish You get tapas in other countries. What else comes from Spain? Did you see the the away day? I don't know who it was, and it was like uh, away days with the lads, and they had a full tapas selection, olives, and it was was a train in Scotland. I can't even mind. It It was Erin. Oh, my God, it was (laughs) Erin. Was it actually you? Yes, it was. Erin, Started off as a little joke. Started off as a little joke, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go see this little joke, and it was good fun. Do you think, Claire? Do you think that looks brilliant? You've made up for no appearing last That is amazing. <laughs> you thought that, that looks brilliant? Perfect, what a classy outfit you wear. That was fun. I need to get a couple of t- tennis of tenants at least didn't eat at that time in the morning, man. None of that tapas. <laughs> Madri, Madri. Uh, no, not Madri, because that's Carlin. <laughs> it's a very long day, and I think, do you know what? Uh, it was a good laugh for everyone. I'm going to be honest, mate. I've taken inspiration from Eric because I'm going to a game on Saturday. Uh, and I've got to get on a train there. For some reason, but not only to the people that run the railways in this land, it takes two and a half hours to get from Glasgow to Carlisle. I don't want to, I'm just raging about that. But Just be thankful you're getting a train. I know. Carlisle's a weird uh, one. Some like, it should be an hour and sometimes it is. And then sometimes they're like, today, it's going to take you a full day to get there. An hour and 45 minutes. One. Oh, great. So I'm actually going to go to Mark Suspenders and I'm getting loads of shit from there because I am. The guy I'm going with will also enjoy this, so it'll be fun times. I'll send you the pictures. It'll be good. Although I'm going to the football in Carlisle and that'll be shit, so that's 
Sweet why, are you into, why are you into football in Carlisle? Because uh, I'm meeting a mate of mine uh, who lives in England and we're meeting halfway, which is Carlisle. And I went to Gretna last time and I was uh, sick in their supporters bar, so I don't think I can go back. So I'm going to go to Carlisle instead and be sick in their supporters bar instead. Who are they playing? What, Carlisle? Doncaster? I don't know oh, if it's got any. Uh, it's it's going to be absolute dog shit, but it's 15 quid, isn't it, sir? And I can drink it again. I'm going down to South Shields on Saturday. I'm actually getting the train to Carlisle. Nine, ten past nine train. Uh, oh, I need to check. I think mine's at 20 past ten, I think. Is it? Oh. Uh, could, I could, could I share your tapas with you, mate? Oh, you could have shared my tapas with me, that's true. Well, I would have swapped your tenny, and you would have given me a bit of tapas. <laughs> <laughs> are you vlogging on Saturday, or are you just going I am going down, so South Shields, I've got a... Because about the Sunderland game, I've got a lot of people for the North East area, a lot of uh, followers for the North East area. So there's one boy who messages me all the time, um, just constantly messages me. But um, he's uh, from South Shields and been talking like talking about him and stuff. And then I thought, you know what, it'll be good, be, be class for him because he watches all my videos and that. He's a proper good supporter. So I went, it'll be class for him. We surprised. So I texted him a day. I went, Ryan, what are you up to Saturday? It's like that, uh, going to South Shields game, we're playing Scunthorpe. Uh, it's going to be a massive game. I went, I'm a step ahead and sent him the ticket. Uh, sent him oh, the screenshot yeah. of the ticket. So he's absolutely buzzing. So I'm going down to meet him. Um, and uh, that that would be good, man. So, because South Shields for Scunthorpe, it's the FA Cup qualifying round. So if they win, they get into the FA Cup. Game's going to be a sellout and that. So it'll be, it'll be a really good game to get, you know? What, so what? That would be good. This is a site after what tier of South Shields in the Six. National League North. Aye, I think so. I'll be actually in a bad game. I'll need to find that out. I'll find out uh, about 10 past 10 this Saturday morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've covered obviously some lower league games in Scotland. Is this your first lower league game in England? <clears throat> I know it's a cup game, but lower league No, game. I've done the FA Vaz. I've done the. I went down to something in Wembley. I've done the FA Vaz, uh, but this is it, like a normal game. I've done Wrexham v Bournemouth in the FA Vaz final at Wembley because uh, that was the day after the game. But this is the first actual like non league home game I've went and done. So I'm looking forward to it, man. It'll be it'll get, good to see a difference between Scottish and English football. The pies are. Mostly... Yeah, will you report back on the food, please? I will. Do, well, that's obviously what I did in my review. I'll be reporting back to see. I'll probably get mushy peas and gravy with my pie. So I don't know. Don't know how I'll be feeling about that. You I, that? I, I, you know, it's one thing I have never had. I had an English football game. I've only been to like two, but I've never had a pie at an English football game. So do they have pie? Do they have pies get, in England? Aye, aye, but it's yeah. a Scotch pie. It's like, it's like You've never had a pie in an English game. No, well, I've only ever been to two. Uh, Arsenal, oh, okay. Arsenal, okay. Black, Blackburn, and it was 4-3 Blackburn. And uh, what was the other one I went to? Sunderland. Sunderland get beat off Middlesbrough 3-0. <laughs> Aye, so if you're Sunderland, Middlesbrough, you're just drinking. Eating's yeah. cheating. Uh, to be fair, you go to Villa games and you can get a chicken bolty pie, like but the bagpuckers pies, so you can get them. I had a chicken katsu pie at Stamford Bridge and it was very nice. Oh, that does sound Oh, good. talking about foot, foot, uh, football, did any see David Vujanic's thing at Arsenal? No. Oh. Half, so a I chicken. Chicken. Aye. Half a chicken. Half a chicken, chips and like a like coleslaw, but it wasn't actually coleslaw, it was like, well, it was like uh, veg were marinated, it was like proper five-star food on a tray. Somebody go, <laughs> somebody said on Twitter, 
Imagine scoring a 90th minute winner and getting scudded in the back of your head while lemon hair chicken. It's ridiculous. So your food you see at some of the English games, wasn't it? Uh, it's like going to like American football levels. Well, that's what that's, that's what I was English football's halfway there with the things we're seeing at the moment. Um, I try and show a bit different the Scottish football, what it has, the atmospheres and the rawness of the Scottish game, where, like, obviously standing at the football, the atmosphere, the build-up to the match and the, the fans, etc. And you don't get that with the media. All you're seeing is these big stars, these big players, etc., and... Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to I try to expose that because the the media and even both countries don't they, they don't show it at all. Aye, and you would have been robbing the cold on Saturday at a broth. Oh. Listen, do you know what? I actually was not Sorry. cold at all. And I said it in my video, I I'd like everybody, you're gonna be absolutely Baltic, take a jacket. So I took my big jacket and I took my hoodie. Mate, I actually had to take my big jacket off. It was roasting. And I couldn't believe it, man. I, like, that is a lottery pick, getting our bro for it to be warm. But what that a would stadium, be a good day, to be fair. What a stadium. Like, see, see the fact that you can stand, like literally, you're literally <laughs> on the beach. You can stand and watch, just stand at the water, basically, and then you turn around and you're watching a game of football. It's mental. Right, so your five things match the experience are football, rice, atmosphere, food and facilities. Good man, you know your stuff, right? I know my stuff. I watch, unlike Erin, she's going, oh, what about the pies and all that? I know exactly what you rate. So, football. What is the best football you have covered on your travels? In a whole performance, I'm going to say Dundee United. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Oh, no. Oh, come oh. on. And why would you say that, Dundee oh, United. Never watched football before. Like, right. Let me let me say this now. Look at AZ Altmer's. Is this form. the one that they got battered seven 0 in that one? Yeah, no, the one that was some performance. Nah, the one now, right? Look at AZ Altmer's uh, form at the moment, right? I don't know if they've been beaten yet. Have they been beaten yet? I, I think they're talking. I, I, I knew they drew. AZ, give me. Because I was looking. Right, you were watching. Right, you were watching. So, AZ Altmer, Dundee United are the only team this season to beat them. They have beaten Ajax 2-1 as well, and they're top of the league. Right? Uh, if you Ajax, what it's like being a Scottish football fan, there's, uh, there's the proof. Jordi Classy, they've got Bruno Martinsindy. I'm going to say this right now. Bruno Martinsindy is one of the best centre-backs I've ever seen. What a player. I thought he was done for. I, I, after Paul Tono, I thought he was done for. He was unreal that night. Like he's just an absolute tank. Uh, Jordy Classy obviously played for Southampton. Very, very good player. He went back, uh, back to Holland, and he was running amok as well. And injuries kind of handled him. Uh, and then you've got Pavlidis. Pavlidis played against Celtic. I think he scored two against Celtic last season in different games. Proper good player. I, I still can't believe like Glenn Middleton's goal as well. That was something for a Barcelona textbook like. Unbelievable, aye. That just just fair play to Dundee. That is one of the ones you just need to say fair play to Dundee United because aye, I don't even know how they got that victory, but they did, and then they ended up getting their, their arse handed to them the next week. Right, fair play, Jeff. How much did you pay player for that? 
I didn't pay anything for that. I didn't pay that to get the game, though, but I didn't pay anything for that. <laughs> oh, is Jeff a Dundee United fan? Ah, yeah. 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 yeah, that's why we we don't hate Dundee United on here. We just don't want Jeff to have a nice time. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why I was yeah. hoping it was like, going to be the 7-0. Like, like my mum. Um, doesn't want me to have a good time. How nah. about Blair? Have you seen Aberdeen play? Yeah, uh-huh. I've that. seen Aberdeen versus Dundee United uh, last season, Ferguson's trophy unveiling. The one or draw? Yes, yeah, I was, I was yeah. at that game. That was terrible. Yep, indeed. Uh, I was at that. Do you know what? Petardry pie is probably one of the worst I've had. Agreed. I don't think Petardry the fits Ah, what? We're also charging four pound ten for a pie this season. To, to be fair, like, if you want to know the worst pie, I know you might not. If you if you go if you ever cover women's games or uh, Peter's Hill, the pies at Glasgow City. Are, Peter's Hill. I'll be yeah. on all oh, right, don't get PSL those. pies are all right. Uh-huh. Well, I was at the uh, Glasgow City versus Dundee United women's game uh, a few weeks ago. I say a few weeks ago, I think it was about a month ago now, actually. Was but uh, yeah, the pie, the pie that I, I sent the picture is that bad as the picture for the group chat of <laughs> how bad the pie was. I'm pretty sure I had a kebab pie there. What no, I had a kebab pie there. No, and I was like, ask because I can't fuck up a kebab pie then. No, they would, they, I was wrong. Right, Blair, you can make this happen with all your visuals that you do on YouTube. You need to be the one that comes up with a pie chart of pies. Have we just given you an idea? You've just given me an idea. Right. I've had a couple of ideas been given to me, but you've just given me an idea. I was actually going, what was it I put? It was something else I'd put. I was thinking, oh... See, instead of just saying food, <clears throat> yes, I was going to call it shows your pie. <laughs> hey, 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 that's us as well. Fuck's sake. This is like the SFA all over again. <laughs> Bloody hell, man. Brilliant, isn't it? Right, talking of food, what is your best pie you've had on your travels around all the grounds? Because uh, I know you were disappointed at the weekend with a uh, steak and black pudding because of no much black pudding got- content. St. Johnson. Steak and chorizo, wow. Like, wow, impressed. Uh, steak and chorizo at St. John's and I. Just something about it, man. It's just... It's, uh, it's the best pie in, in the whole week. It's yeah. different, but it's... Classy class. You've got a, a good saltiness, but it, I don't know. You need to try it. It's like big it's chunks of... It's good quality, but amazing. It's chunks of chorizo in with it. Aye. I was raging, because when I was there, they didn't have any left. And I'm going on holiday when we play them away again. Uh-huh. So... Not going to get one this season unless I just randomly go to St Johnston game, which is highly tempting just for the pie, to be honest. Uh, you could go with Blair. That's time Blair like does a wee vlog at McDermott Park. He could invite you along. You could do your autographs at the mm-hmm. same time, you know. I could see see my old pal Andy Constantine. Yeah, exactly. I see him scoring. Their own Big ends. Andy scoring, scoring beauties at the weekend. Um, so you could do that. Right. Best value for money that you've experienced at any game. Ah, eh. Give me two seconds. I'm gonna to need to look for this one. Have you got chart? Have you got a spreadsheet? No, I'm just on my my videos now, just to kind of quickly look through it. Easy, Cliftonville. Cliftonville. How much was it, Cliftonville then? Cliftonville. Uh, I think that was a tenner. Tenner. And. Aye, I think it was a tenner, and I get seven goals, two red cards, and a last-minute equaliser to put in extra time, and then they scored two, and 
two and extra time to win it. Like they were two 0 down with ten minutes to go, scored in the eighty eighth minute, and then they scored in the ninety second with a uh, take take it to extra time, and then they scored and then it finished four. They scored two, and then I think they scored one, and it went a uh, four three. They finished like for a tournament at a national stadium. Windsor Park's obviously brand new. It's packed. You've got Coleraine who are kind of Protestant uh, backed. Um, I wouldn't say they're all Protestant, but I well they had Union Jackson, Red Hands Ulster, so and then Cliftonville are obviously Republican backed. So it was a bit. It was like a. It was like a small old firm. The uh, fifteen thousand were at it, so it was a good crowd, good but a bigotry. Enjoyed it. Good side. Right. Uh, what about in Scotland? Uh, Pollock. Oh, oh, right. Good oh, stage. Right. Right. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Pollock, Pollock recently. Pollock was a really. Why do you hate Pollock, Josh? What's wrong with Pollock? Pollock. I hate every junior football team that's not Irvine Medal wearing. Looks very funny. Sometimes you hate. No, I hate. I hate Medal. Right. No, I hate. Right. Pollock. No. Pollock. Right. But I do have a legitimate reason for hating Pollock. Right. <laughs> that, I, that I will go into off air about particularly about their manager. Right. Oh. John. Right. Uh, but uh, we'll go into that off air. But uh, interesting. I and, and a few of their if you rat, want to know, just a few of their, a few of their rats, that, a few of their rats that play for them. Oh, oh. oh controversial! Aye, aye, Muddle McKinnon's now the manager. Oh, aye, I know he is. Move it on. next week's guest was it Paul Huntley? Pollock Huntley, aye. Uh, aye. Brilliant value for money for that. Um, do you know, it's, it's a stadium I've been wanting to go for ages. It's like, it is one of the stadiums you just need to tick off the list in terms of what a crowd, like what, what a fan base they've got for a junior team. They'll not be in the juniors for long after the Lowland League gets sorted out. Um, but aye, five goals, proper good football. I enjoyed. They need to sort out of a capacity issue though, because obviously at the moment, 854 people, that's a match of the loud just now. Because of the council, so if they're going to move up the leaks, they need to get that sorted. Aye, so the, the reason for that is because they're only allowed people. They're only allowed people to stand around where there's like railings where you can yeah. stand. So see all like your steps up back. Nobody's like that's not counted because there's nothing to hold on to. Do you know what I mean for safety? So, aye, man. I was at, I was there the other week for the uh, Talbot game, so I think there was just one each. One each. Aye, one each. Aye, another draw for you, John. The stars fading, isn't it? Struggling at the moment. What? Struggling. Aye, the stars, the, the Talbot stars fading. It was always going to. You know what I mean? Well, John. Well, it's okay. taken about 40 odd years, so. John, I'll be happy to let you know I'm going to be at the Talbot in a couple of weeks for a, a wee what bit game? of a derby. What game are you going to be at? The, is it the Glens? Can I, can I let you in a wee secret? Ah, Listen. I'm Phil Coltry. Well, can I let you into a little secret? A wee bird, the or the Oakle Tree, sorry, Oakle Tree Oracle of the podcast, where I say of the podcast, he's never on it. Donald McCrory told us that he met you at a game once. You were telling him you were from Oakle Tree. Aye, Donald, aye. Aye. Good man. Aye, it's mad because I was speaking to him and he's like, ah, eh, mentioned my mum. My mum's like, ah, I was speaking to him in the Green Shutters. There's a like, Green Shutters, the pub used to be there. And I was like, uh, it's, a, it's a mad world. It's like going out to Brad Pitt. Apart from he's not got the looks, but you're walking out and everyone knows him. Well, all right, Aye. Donald. All right, all right, all right. Good man. Local Good celebrity. Hi, what game are you coming to? Uh, I can like come look. Oh, yeah. 
I think that's I, been rescheduled. I'm pretty sure because of cup competition. Oft, well, um, we, I think. Have we got it anyway? Don't you worry, because that okay. definitely needs to get ticked off the list. Talbot, I know. Not, uh, Talbot, come look. Don't know what one I hate. Don't know what one I hate more. <laughs> I they stole a few of your players or something, didn't they? Aye, they're a fucking meta B team, is what they are. Cumnock. Or oh, they made a, oh, oh, they even made a rejects go to Cumnock. Josh, do you know what one I was meant to go to? Aye. Uh, uh, the Irvin Derby. Aye, uh, they were, uh, oh, you missed a good one this year, hey. The Merrimass, ay. aye. Aye, the Mermis. Oh, you missed a right good year this year. It was, oh. uh, it was, a, bel- it was a belter this year. We were oh, all in the, cl- the club after with a cup full of, uh, full of wine, drinking it. All the boys <laughs> running on the pot across the road. Aye, did you see the uh, PG and Dax video on that? It was, uh, aye, it was great. Um, right, OK, the other categories... Atmosphere, did we go atmosphere? Best atmosphere, Paul, like you said. Did you? No, that was pr- uh, that was price. Aye, atmosphere. Right. Uh, I'm not even questioning anywhere near this. Marseille, what? Like, Ooh, just what? Like, I will never look at a, an old firm game or any UK football game and think mental, right? <laughs> see, right, see when I tell you this. These boys were trying to go toe-to-toe with the police with tear gas and batons. They were actually trying to go toe-to-toe with them. Like, try to scrap them. They were throwing punches. The guys had helmets on all that. These boys, balaclavas and all that. Must have been about 100 of them. Like, proper casuals, proper football. It was just a war zone. Like, Marseille for two days. Because fire and order, obviously, they were headhunting each other in the streets. Me and my dad had to run home. Uh, what, the night before the game just because the police told us just to get home it's, we get locked in our restaurant because the police I don't know if you've seen the video the police had like caught the Merchant City is the best way to describe it me and my dad went in for something to eat in the Merchant City in Glasgow right in Marseille and then the the police had just cordoned it all off with our uh, what do you call it the shields and all that yeah. it, was like, it was like a scene for a movie man because the fire nod and Marseille fans were headhunting that obviously came into the game uh, Marseille fans made a big massive like a full stand um, like a banner Tifo what's it called a Tifo, Tifo. full stand Tifo and it just read UEFA Mafia and then next thing you know boom 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 full stand um, must have been about a thousand pyro just set off UEFA Mafia and they're all just like waving it all. and then I ended up getting tickets for me and my dad it was my dad's birthday, so I thought I, I took him over with me and I uh, ended up getting tickets and because uh, I was speaking to somebody over Twitter, I ended up getting tickets in the ultras <laughs> with my dad. So if you see my thumbnail for the video, there's two boys standing next to me with balaclavas on holding pyro. And that's all I'll say. Just it was it's, it's mental. Like mental. And listen, you get your ultras in this this country and I'm loving it. You're starting to get them coming through. Um, and you're starting to get like uh, even Aberdeen ones singing Rangers songs etc do you know what I mean they're trying to make an atmosphere uh, but see these guys it's like organised it's it's proper guys and it, you notice a difference with it man it's just mental right Aye. get yourself to a European game like a big European game sit yeah. next to the ultras and you'll never look at a game of football again man it's mind-boggling did you say it was Marseille final or did you that? Marseille final it was the semi-final second leg so if Marseille won it they would have got into the the, the game was a 0-0 and I'm saying it's the best atmosphere I've ever been to Put, make it that what you will 
Did the Feyenoord fans think you were related to Top Kite? Uh, I actually had to buy a Marseille top because... Uh, no, I'm being serious. I had to buy a Marseille top because uh, the night before, some a Marseille fan asked if I was Dutch. Um, uh, you you look about like Top Kite, I thought. My dad's like, uh, uh, we need to get you in some Marseille gear just so you don't get <laughs> ahead. Just, so just so you don't get your head smashed in. Uh, <laughs> I like Dutch, don't I? You've got a bit. I'm going to give it. Uh, facilities, favourite facilities. Doesn't need to be the best, but your favourite facilities you've been at? Man City. Nothing compares to that place. That place is just nuts, man. You you are you wanting me to say like Scottish places? No, it's cool. Uh, if I talk, I'll say Man City first. Um, in terms of facilities for Scotland, I will say. I think. Uh, oh, easy Hearts. Hearts on Thursday, easy. Hearts' stand is just levels above anything else I've ever been in. I don't know if any of you have ever like seen the press box at Hearts, but a couple of years ago I worked in the press box at Hearts when it just opened. They give you free pies, they've got fridges, they've got coffee machines and everything for the press, and it's mental. And then as a fan on Thursday, went in, just the technology, everything's a level above, it's clean, it's big, modern, you've got a rooftop bar, they're building a hotel in it, it's just mental, man, like, for Scottish football, if you're going for Tynecastle to Abroth, I mean, it's a bit of a difference, but, um, take nothing off Abroth, but Tynecastle new stand is just nuts. As for Man City, um, I've, I've fallen all Man City, they've got about three stadiums in the one complex, uh, they've got a, 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 a running track. They've got an arena. They've, it's just mental. Like yeah. the money they've put in it, that's next level. Right, I've got plenty of other questions, but I better let some other folk ask questions as well. So, who else has got questions for a player? Logging yeah. oh. Ladies first, Josh. Nice try. What is your best Scotland goal you've seen live? Scotland goal. Yeah. Best in terms of quality, Erin, or best? Or just, just favorite one goal? that you enjoyed the most? Um, I've seen some terrible quality goals for Scotland and Aberdeen, but they're good because... Good you talking about Scotland national team? Um, no, actually. Any any Scottish national team or club in Scotland. Jeff, you're going to fucking love me here, man. Oh, this isn't the <laughs> Heart Jeff that. podcast. He's not getting back on, John, right? <laughs> Welcome to the spin-off of the Jeff and Blair love it. Well, there's two. Glenn Middleton's for Dundee United. I've never seen limbs like that. Like that was just mental. And Sean Rooney's in the playoff final, St. Johnson last season, the chip. It's the fact that it's the fact that the they chipped the keeper twice. Not once, but in the space of two minutes, they've done it twice. And that was obviously limbs to say St. Johnson were staying in the, the, the league, etc. But I uh, two two goals that it was just bedlam, man. People were getting thrown. Wayne's were tasting corner flags. I mean, aye, nuts. Absolutely incredible. Um, I don't actually think I've experienced a last-minute winner on my channel. Have you not? Oh. Well, Did you not cover the Scotland Israel game last year? No. <laughs> no. I went down oh, about five I've, only, I've only been doing this since January. <laughs> was it January? See, I was trying to figure out because I was looking up some of your old videos because you started off doing interviews, didn't you? 
Yeah, so I, I started off doing a podcast. I had a podcast like yourselves. Started that off. That didn't really kick off who I wanted it to. So I'm in the field of journalism at the moment. So I've I've always wanted to do um, presenting, etc. I've always wanted to do stuff like that. So I've kind of two birds with the one stone. I'm doing, doing interviewing, editing, doing all the modern types of journalism off my YouTube. And I've always wanted to do the YouTube since I was a young boy. Uh, watching people like a Smith, uh, I don't know if you know, does on the road, uh, like away days, etc. I've always watched them, so aye. Okay, if you're going to say something there. Yeah, I had one question that got asked by a mate of mine who uh, watches, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he's the boy that does the like the mad like watch alongs on YouTube. Uh, he's like quite a famous guy. He's the one that I sent the clip that I seen to share on Twitter the other week of the guy when Liverpool were getting beat by Man United. And a guy messaged him just before to say he was in hospital. And he's like, I hope you get well soon. Oh my God, it's 3 now. Mark Goldbridge. Um, yeah, that'll be the boy. Um, but my mate asked, like, if you, I don't know if it's Sam too, but I know it happened to, is it Sam North? I think he, Motherwell, got a bit of shit. Uh, he had to leave early. Have you had any like issues with that so far? Because I know at United, um, people getting pissed off at the, not, that should, not the club, but people, like some people in the fans were getting, some people in the stadium were getting annoyed the amount of vloggers we had, especially for that AZ Outmar game, there was, I think there's about five or six. Have you ever had any like pushback of anyone? Has everyone been more than welcoming? I know at junior level they're a lot more welcoming, but I think, don't know if you've anything to push back out anywhere. No, listen, you're always going to get bad comments. Uh, probably about one in ten, they're going to get bad comments. But uh, the only problem I've had face-to-face was Motherwell, because I was at Motherwell with Sam. Uh, and basically we were filming and we were next to journalists who were also filming for the papers, etc. So it wasn't just me and Sam that were filming, but it was me and Sam that got picked on because we were vloggers. Uh, so Motherwell's... Uh, I knew I know a couple of boys in the Motherwell boys, etc. Um, and there was a bit of... Hang me. They were like, uh, just come along, see, see if I'm brand new with it, blah, blah, blah. And then some of the boys like, I get to fuck, he's a vlogger and stuff. And then there was a bit of a... Um, Raff Raff, uh, the boy tried to push Sam, etc. And then I think it was just safer for Sam just to leave. But I, I stayed, I spoke to my pals and, that, and I, I stayed, I was all right. But I, the Motherwell boys, listen, it's up to them. It was their march, etc. If they didn't want it as well, they didn't want it as well. But we, we were there to promote them at the end of the day, to show them to the rest of the UK. Because um, they, they were putting on a show. But I, that's, that's only the real one I've had in person to be honest because listen all in all I'm a vlogger but I try and be real I don't try and be somebody that's different on camera or put on an act I'm real I'm just me and I think people appreciate that more the fact that I'm real and I don't say stupid stuff I speak my mind but I would never say it in pure controversial Um, and I'm impartial I'm a Potic Fissle fan I'm as impartial (laughs) I'm as impartial as you can get (laughs) so aye I like Potic um I would like you to come up. I hope That's we actually batter you next Wednesday. That's all. Yeah. I absolutely no problem at all. Except uh, week on Wednesday. No worries. I'll see you in the pub with a pint. You can buy my pint next Thursday and I'll celebrate the winner. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday, Thursday. Wednesday. Week on Wednesday. <clears throat> oh, United have been killing on Tuesday. I'm going for that. For that. Aye. 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 No, who I'm, have, who have you got in the cup, Jeff? Kelly. Mm-hmm. Aye, that's what I said. I'm going for that. <laughs> I think Killer are going to win that. 
I've got a question oh. for Blair. Um, Blair, uh, who's going to win the championship this season? Don't don't make me jinx this, boy. <laughs> Not Dundee. McCobo. McCobo's doing it. Hey, listen, the championship is such a hard league. Like, you cannot predict a single thing that's going to happen in that league. One week you're 1-5-1, the next week you're getting beat 1-0, do you know what I mean? And it's the same for every team. There's thrashings getting handed out, and then there's yeah, you're getting beat off teams you shouldn't be getting beat off. Nobody can predict this league at the moment. So, same every year, to be honest with you. Rangers took how long to get out of it? Hearts, Hibs, Dundee United, all massive teams, and it took you how long to get out of it. So, it's not an easy league at all. Um, but here's something the Harry Rags can, the mental fags can do it. Six points between the top eight. Ah, that's mental. Yeah, yeah, it's Because Cole Bain does one for a couple of games. You're saying you can't make predictions, you but you'll be making predictions later because we'll have the lower league predictions game and you will be taking part, just so you know. Who um, would you, um, look, who do you think players going to win the Premiership? Celtic, easy. Celtic are too good. Celtic are, post Coglu won't be Celtic for long. He's uh, Postacoglu taught uh, Guardiola things in football. Do you know what I mean? Guardiola's learned an inverted wing back sofa, Postacoglu, etc. He, he's a level above. Even I've interviewed him, speaking to him, he's so calm, he's so um, confident in his own ability. He's a very, very good manager. And you see it in his press conferences how good he is. And it obviously rubs off in his players. Um, the recruitment off of Celtic in the summer has been remarkable. They've got everything, exactly everything they needed. Rangers have had a terrible summer. Aye, Celtic will, Celtic will storm this one. Do you think Aber- Aberdeen could do it? <laughs> no. Aaron, no, even Aberdeen fans think we can do, do it. So don't put people but- in that position. Can I That's just ask not... you something? You've just asked me that after you get beat 4-0 off Dundee United. <laughs> yeah. Well. Blair, I'm if... genuinely so raging about this. It's so embarrassing. Like, oh, if you had an absolutely horrific season, are you the most biggest laughing stock in the whole league? <laughs> oh, well, don't worry. Here's Aberdeen for you. Brilliant. It's absolutely mm-hmm. disgrace. Do you know what? He's a bounce back. You'll be all right. It's just a bit of a... Thank you. You just don't think we'll bounce back to win the league. Uh, just don't bounce back before we please. <laughs> I think we're going to bounce straight back into that cup. I did see an interesting thing. So basically our results in these fixtures, so the exact same fixtures like we'd had last season, so like Celtic away and, well, Killy instead of Dundee at home, Dundee United away, etc., are the exact same. So we have had the exact same results in all of those games as we've had, well, with nine, with two to play, and it was two to play last year, Hearts and Rangers, and we got a draw with Hearts and we uh, no, we beat Hearts and we got a draw Ibrox. So we're going to beat Hearts on Sunday, not park out the cup, get a draw Ibrox. Motherwell, forget about that. You keep telling us all that. Blair, That's what's going to happen. Can you play any instruments apart from the drums? Because I know you've done a bit of drumming with a Vela Clyde Young team. I've done a bit of drumming with a couple of teams. I love <laughs> a bit of drumming, man. I'm good at it. I'm very good at it, man. That looked like a good fun. They were loving it, you guys at Vela Clyde. I don't know about they were brilliant, man. I mean... Hats off to them. Do you know more? More clubs need to do it. They just they took all their all their mums and dads' uh, details and just went. 
go and have fun, boys. Obviously, they didn't say they the pyro, but these yeah. boys, they're, uh, these boys are big brothers and that are in the Union Bells, so they're big brothers and that apparently made them all big flags and banners. And did you see? <laughs> They had a big banner at the end. Like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Take a, take a video of us as a team. They whipped out a banner and it said, A-cap across it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, man. Oh, bro. Aye, but, oh, I don't think like you were loving it. <laughs> great. Um, and Pollock as well. Pollock, Pollock are very good as well. Uh, got a shot of their drums and their speaker as well. So, I, you know, what teams need to get involved in it? Do you know what makes a difference? Makes a difference to the... That uh, makes a difference to the performance. Um, did you uh, bl- did you uh, Blair after you uh, were at the pull up game? Did you check your wallet? No. Just make sure no no they dipped it. No. Oh. Just to make sure no. Does that anti pull up podcast or something? This is the, this is the anti every junior football team but of a medal podcast. Right. <laughs> uh, I've got a question for you, Blair. Um, uh, what any game? In the world, uh, you can uh, do a vlog and do a vlog at you know you can go and vlog any game in the world. What game are you going to? Boca Juniors River Plate. I had to be. Most, most people say that, don't they? <laughs> aye, aye. aye, that's on my bucket list too. Come on, man. I'm not sure. Given Josh, you can't get your way home from Hamden without losing something. I'm not sure that's the one for you. Boca Juniors River Plate or. Partick Fissel at Hamden because I've never seen Partick Fissel at Hamden in my lifetime. I don't worry about that. Okay. Um, so, Erin, going to give us a win, please? Absolutely <laughs> not. Listen, Blair, there's a great quote, uh, and it's often attributed to, to a lot of different people, and it's um, insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again <laughs> and expecting a different result. So, I, I, I think that's an apt quote, but often, um, it, Take it and adapt about it a wee bit. No, no, I often <laughs> take it and adapt it a wee bit and, and say that the definition of definition of insanity is Aberdeen fans thinking they're going to win the league every single year and the same thing. And the Josh, never, you, never you go and watch Meadow every Josh, thinking the same thing. And you're getting awfully carried away because what you beat someone four 0 instead of getting battered four 0 this week. Very good. We'll come. We'll come to. We'll come to that. We'll come. Hey, listen. We'll come to that. But no, I mean, uh, we'll maybe come to that. Once we'll maybe won't come to that. Will we? Right, on the back of Josh's question, if you could go back in history and cover any game, what would it be? If I could what, sorry? Go back in time. You've got a uh, DeLorean and you can travel. Go back in time, oh. cover any game in history. Good question. Celtic v Barca, Tony Watt. What would it be? That? Aye. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Partick Fizzle v Celtic, 1971. Right, there we go. <laughs> Some correction, that's all. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't really fight. I was just thinking about European games and like Scottish football, etc. Partick Fisher v Celtic, 1971, 4-1. Boom, bash. Where's your Lisbon lines? You know what I mean? Just, they're, they're Lisbon. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> no, because uh, no, it was a Lisbon line. It was, it, was, it was the best team, one of the best teams in Europe at that time, man. And Partick Fisher, I mean, come on. We went into that game and you heard the commentator's words and Partick Fizzle have no chance. That was the commentator's words and we beat them 4-1. Doug Lace, Jimmy Johnson, all the all the, all the players managed under Jock Stein um, and we battered them at Hamden 4-1, man. It's just uh, best result in Thistle history. Right, okay. This is one for everyone, actually. A bit of fun. We might have had it before with some people. First thing you would buy if you're on the lottery. 
my mum, a house in Donegal. And thoughts with people in Donegal, obviously, about what happened at the weekend. Aye, aye. Terrible tragedy. Yeah. Um, my mum's my my smiling, so my mum's very good. My mum looks after me and stuff. Um, uh, she's, she's my rock. She holds me together and does this and does everything for me, so I know I will be looking after her. If I do do well with myself, I know I will be looking after her, so definitely, aye, get her a wee house. And Jeff, what would you buy? Oh, this rate, right, months worth of uh, gas and electric at this point. Aye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually know, I never really thought about it, to be honest. And then we can start talking about a speedboat and maybe some Latinas. <laughs> some Latinas, did you say? Aye. If you're going to date that, right? Right, okay. Um, Jeff, what are you thinking, Josh? Um... Probably a Fender 68 Stratocaster in soft green. Are you okay? So you can break it and lose it. <laughs> aye, aye break, break it against an amp and buy another one. <laughs> Aaron? Mind you, um, you, you, you've got more money than water anyway, don't you? you I would, play, no. Play. Have I, is this, like, this is Euro Millions, I've won like 200 million or something, yeah? Well, the lottery, you've won a lot. I never said how much, that's why, but... Okay, well... Aye, a amount, you've won the jackpot, a decent amount. Okay, so I've won like the big Euro Millions. Then I'm buying Aberdeen Football Club, obviously. Done. People, oh. people, people always say that, that they would buy their football club. And, and the, the thing is, it's a noble pursuit, but I mean, like, there's no many football clubs that are, that are you know, profitable enterprises. If I don't care about profit, I've still got money in the bank, I'll live off the interest. Imagine me sat there, I'd get myself a nice little office looking on the pitch. I've got a car at the park every day saying, come on. Come I'm on. sure you've got that already. No, no, you know, but he, you would moan about if Comart was doing that, whereas you'd be at Comart Park every day trying to say to good win or whoever the manager is, no, you need to pick him. So you need to pick him. Yeah, no, I'll be like, Johnny Hayes can be captain this week. Yeah. No, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy the club. I would put some money into the club, though, in fairness. Um, what else would I buy? I'd get a Mustang. Right, okay. Sky blue one, a Shelby GT500 like Nancy Drew had. You yeah. can park that. You can park that in Edinburgh. Well, look cool though, isn't it? <laughs> you look cool when you get to the traffic jam, yeah? Right? So cool should be able to pay the parking fees. <laughs> I couldn't get that. I couldn't get that because I end up looking like fucking muddy. Stuck in an Edinburgh side street trying to get through to the old town. Uh, Jeff, I, what are you doing? You bind D to put them bundles? No, I'm not a bit of man. Oh, you like D. Listen, really I'll hopefully there. Uh, Dundee got beat by a load of kids earlier. Um, did you see that? So just on a, just on a side note, 100 kids, 10 nil or something like that. Yeah, 10 nil. I, I don't understand that. I saw on Twitter what was going on there. So, uh, what they do is they get 100 kids, right? And they put the, the, the starting 11 on the pitch. So, the, the starting kids. 11 doesn't matter for that to make them feel better right, about so. themselves. So the, the starting eleven of Dundee Football Club will play a hundred kids. It's a charity fundraiser that clubs have been doing for like a couple of years now. Liverpool not done it, but the first team usually like maybe will win or they'll draw with them or whatever. It'll be, it'll be a couple of goals between it. A couple of goals between it because uh, you're obviously playing against a hundred wee guys, so you, you can just throw them about the place and just hit it for the halfway line and dip them. But Dundee get beat 10 all the day, so I... <laughs> so, this is just like little kids, yeah? Yeah, yeah, 100 wee kids. And 100 wee kids played against... So there was 100 versus 11? Yes. Yeah. They're right. just running their swarms. Watch it. Liverpool done it. It's on YouTube. Watch it. 
What I would like to know is, how did they get 100 kids out of school on a school day? Oh, very good point. And why I, are I those games? Come on, now. What if someone got injured? One of their players? That's even funny. Well, they're done to 10 then, aren't they? Wow. Well, they're done to 99. So, 99 math lake. Um, I'm interested. I'm going to watch this. I'm interested in this. Um, other question about um, this. So, other clubs have done it. It's like a charity thing. It's popular. There was a was it Eddie right. Eddie Barrier, the Spanish player, did it years ago. I'm pretty sure for his testimonial, he let like a whole bunch of kids on. I think it was a Bilbao. I think he played for Bilbao. Yeah, this is like the question, is it not? Would you rather fight a hundred Dundee players or a hundred Dundee kids? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it's not like, would you rather fight a uh... players? Would you rather fight? Would you rather fight a hundred uh, Dundee kids with knives or a hundred knives with Dundee kids? No, it's like no run. <laughs> right, I do know what I'm going to find it because someone asked me this, and I was like, I have no idea. Those are clubs that United did a few years ago for the charity. Right, okay. So, would you rather fight a horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses? See if you're in that situation, right? You just got to ask yourself what the fuck. A massive duck. (laughs) Why am I still next to a massive duck? A massive duck, like a horse, a big horse, right? And a big, and a duck. What size is it? Or a hundred little horses. I think little horses would keep me out of it. It's, it's like things like that not usually would be like a duck-sized horse or a horse-sized duck type of thing, isn't it? No, but a duck-sized horse, just one, you would just t- kick it away. One duck-sized horse would be weird and creepy. It wouldn't bother you, you'd just walk on. But a duck-sized, no, a horse-sized duck, that's a big duck. I don't know if I'd like it, a big duck. Huge it's like Scott McGill's on the podcast. I feel what like I'm, like I'm in a yard at in the morning. <laughs> I'm still searching for Scott McGill, by the way. Has anybody seen him? His, his, his team didn't do too well at the weekend. They only won marginally, but um, who did they go this weekend? I don't know. Is it St. Oh, Johnson? I think they get a Champions League like midweek, though. They put a Champions League. Like... I want to feel like they've got hearts on. No, we've got hearts no, on Sunday. Um, so they've, got... So they've got hips. They've got hips. Okay. Oh, so they do. It's Easter okay. Road. Who have used well, the uh, We've got um, Motherwell away. Wait, so Hearts and Hibs are both away on Sunday at the weekend? Uh, Hibs are away on Saturday and at Celtic Park. And cool. Hibs are at Celtic Park on Saturday and Hearts come up to us on Sunday. And you've, you're at home, are you? No, you're at Motherwell. Uh, you host, you uh, travel to Motherwell. Yes, we're away at Motherwell. Oh, I've always liked them. Right, okay, Blair, here's a question from the other John that does the podcast. Four guests from Scottish football that you would invite to a dinner party. Like, Erin's Aaron's supplying the food, by the way, so you're, you're covered. You don't need to do it. If there's football. any Dundee United players on this, Scottish just football, Scottish it. football Twitter. Just four guests from Scottish football, or it could be Scottish oh, football Twitter, whatever. Or, or Scottish football, like, players-wise? Player, well, players, managers, whatever. Davey Martindale, Davey's my boy, I love Davey. Uh, too, too funny. Uh, I think Morelos. <laughs> he would be funny. He's, he's Morelos, I would eat all the food. Morelos would eat all the food. Uh, he'd be funny, man. Yeah, I think Morelos is a character, man. He's just just always at the wind up. He's funny. Uh, who else, man? Uh, Andy Halliday. Yeah, uh, like, like Halliday. 
Andy Hardy would be a good one. And who else? Try to think, man. Uh, not even know. Ian McCall, because Ian McCall Ian loves a good mon, so him sitting next to Morelos should be a good laugh. <laughs> I did have one question that I wanted to ask. It's popped in my head earlier, but I completely forgot to say it. So, you know, I don't think I'm giving away too many trade secrets here by saying that, like me, Josh, Ellen, and John are all around the same age, you're obviously a wee bit younger. See, for your point of view, because I know when I started watching football when I was like 18, 19, 20, I always used to think that I had all the answers to what would make football better. But you see, through your point of view, from what you've done, from people you spoke to at different clubs at different levels, what do you think could be done by clubs or the SFA maybe or even the SPFL that could make it more enticing for younger people? Because, I mean, it's not a cheap hobby these days. It really isn't. Like, my season ticket price is going up massively each season. The travelling to the games is more expensive. Even if you get supporters bus, it's even more expensive than it used to be when <laughs> ten years ago. When like I know that, that makes me sound old. I'm not thirty yet, but ten years ago it was still a lot cheaper than nowadays. What do you reckon could be done to like encourage like bring more younger people in? Because I think it's kind of I know it's well, look at Livingston. Livingston. Fine. Livingston. I've done it every time they've played Ross County, and it's really good. Um, I think it's a great incentive. Ticket. Pricing is terrible in this country. Um, I'm I'm talking to fans last week, and the, uh, we Aaron Fraser, we Hearts fan, and he's he was saying it was out over a hundred pound on tickets three games in a week. Talking to, I mean, he's a student, hundred pound on tickets for a week, in the space of seven days. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking to Motherwell fan as well and he was saying the exact same I think they were up to Ross County £26, £28 and £32 Do you know how much um, I find out today I got the email around today about uh, Ibrox the week on no two weeks on Saturday 29th yeah do you know how much uh, you're wanting from us for that Josh £34 Aye Runchies Runchies that's what I say £34 well, listen, listen, the city of Aberdeen has been, has been getting it, you know, all that oil money, you've had it too good for too long. Places like, places like Motherwell, you know, Livingston, kind of post-industrial places, bring the prices down for them, you know what I mean? They, they're kind of, call, they're common spirits, but Aberdeen, Aberdeen wait, he's called Aberdeen, Aberdonians, isn't he? Yes. Aye. Right, so going back to Jeff's question, what else would you have Well. Uh, Germany is a perfect model. Germany is, I've never even been to Germany, but it's Get yourself there for games, that's brilliant. Ah, yeah, it's yeah. a perfect yeah. man. They've got everything perfect. Ticket pricing, um, obviously, is a first protocol. Your second point would be travel. So, it's starting to get introduced in this country, like Partick season ticket holders are getting free first bus travel. They're obviously getting under-22s, not to do with football, but under-22s, and they'll get a concession pass uh, for free bus travel. But see the free, see the train prices, etc. your ticket should be able to get you to travel to the games. I mean, it encourages fans. You look at Germany, your ticket can get you yep. all over the country. Um, yeah. I, so yeah. they, do that. they do that in Italy as well. Well, there you go. And it shows it can be done. It shows it works. Um, but listen... Scott Rail, man. Oh. Not, no, not, not, not again. Um, not this is a, this so, is a I, I did, like, I, it's like, 
follow up for that. So, so you see, um, how do you feel? So see when, like, 10 years ago, like I said, like, 10 years, I'm 28, right? so I can say 10 years ago, say I was 18, just, it's legit. But I felt at the time that football fans, I didn't think we were overly criminalised. I think we'd gone, when I was a lot younger, like, I, mean, like, I was going to bit of games as a kid, the policing and stuff was absolutely insane. And even when I started going to highlights the policing for games that were absolutely pointless, it was pretty insane. insane. And then as I hit my late teens, it seemed to ease off, especially around, like, from 2010 to about, five or six years it seems to ease up but I've noticed lately that it seems to be going in the opposite direction again it seems to be because crowds are picking up like you're talking about your 2010s to then crowds weren't at a peak then you look at Celtic and Rangers Celtic and Rangers were getting minimum crowds they were getting like 30,000 40,000 they were you look at the crowds were terrible at the the times it was the same all around Scottish football um they went through a very bad strut after Rangers get put down in the bottom division. I think Scottish football, Scottish football all took a hit. Um, and I now, after COVID, we've got a strong old firm. They're doing well in Europe, and then from that, we've got. And I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm a big old firm supporter, but it has the domino effect where when clubs start to do well, other clubs start to invest. They start doing well. And then it kind of had a domino effect down. See, at the moment, Scottish football is at its peak right now because clubs are just investing well and the, the team teams are doing really well. Crowds are obviously massively up after COVID. Um, so, aye. I think teams, I, th- I think there's an element of, I, 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 I totally agree with you, um, there is there, there was a Even the national team sorry sorry I, like I meant to say the national team as well that's had a massive impact all of Scottish football that there's a buzz about the country for football at the moment just because of that there was a there was a malaise that set on when Rangers were down the leagues um I feel um because Celtic didn't need to invest any money to win the league they would just go out and win it every year which which is evidence by the fact that our team got so close and and you know very very nearly could have won it uh, no, and and I don't. I mean that completely Aye. serious. Derek, Derek McKenna's team was a very good team, but I mean, you look at the amount of money they put into that squad. You know, they, they should have been nowhere near Celtic. Um, but 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 you know, it, partly because they were a really good side, but also partly because Celtic didn't really bother to invest in their squad for years and years. And that malaise, when Rangers come up, Celtic went and got Brendan Rodgers uh, because they wanted to continue winning the leagues. Um, and as you said, I feel that the fact that they're doing so well pushes on other teams to want to compete. Um, but also, I think a lot of clubs are getting better at uh, some of the more community-based stuff that attracts and slowly builds support. You look at Partick Thistle, Motherwell, Hearts. Uh, Motherwell's, a, I think, yeah, the two best run... example, yeah. The two best run clubs, sorry for interrupting you, the two oh, best no. run clubs in this country are Motherwell and Livingston. Mm-hmm. Motherwell and Livingston are tremendously run. Like, the engagement they have with their local communities. I mean, Livingston at the weekend, I don't know if you see the tweets, see when they're not playing, they put out a tweet and they, they have like a map yeah. and they'll have like that. The, the games you can go and see that aren't Livingston but around the Livingston area to support their local clubs that rubs off that rubs off in the local community they like Ross County the weekend they invited uh, I think it was 5,000 or 4,000 uh, local kids free tickets 
more free tickets need to be given out by clubs. Uh, I remember as a wee boy, I used to stay down in Ayrshire, um, obviously Oakle Tree, and I remember as a wee boy, I got a ticket to a Kelly game. I was never a Kelly fan, but I absolutely, it was a Kelly v Inverness game actually, and I absolutely loved it. It was unbelievable, you know, because as a young 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 kid, you look at football a totally different way to you do now. So see if you can get somebody when you're young, get them in. I mean, I actually remember asking my dad, can we go back to Kelly? My dad's a Celtic fan. He's like, ah, no, you're not going back. <laughs> looking back. But if you can get get them in, and it, it works. It, it's evident it works. Um, so you've got all the empty seats sitting there. Do something with them. And, and do you know what I mean? You're not giving away free tickets to um, like adult paying adults, etc. Even charity, give them away to people less fortunate. Do you know, just do something. Um, and you're seeing it in Motherwell. Motherwell with their season tickets is unbelievable what they've done. Um, and then obviously Livingston with the young kids. So more clubs, listen, the seats are there. More clubs can take initiative and start um, doing, what's, doing what's best, to be honest with you. Spot on. Completely. Blair, um, tell us about your big news next month. What's happening? Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey, I, um, I have been nominated into the top eight of the best UK content creators. Uh, that is that covers all social media platforms, so TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, covers everything. So, yeah, uh, it's a massive, massive privilege. Like I've only been doing this for six months, um, and listen, don't get me wrong. I work so hard at it. Uh, it's my passion, but give you an idea. So see the Hearts Fiorentina game on Thursday. I was at uni on Thursday from nine o'clock till two. I then left. Uh, it was online, so I left the house at three. Got into Edinburgh at uh, I think it was quarter to five. Straight away met Aaron. Um, like straight away. So basically, I was working from half four, uh, doing the vlog, and then that was right through to ten o'clock. Obviously, but obviously I've been up um, uh, since nine o'clock that morning. But then I got home for the game, and I'm straight on to editing to get it out the next morning. It takes me about six or seven hours to edit. People don't actually realise how long goes into editing a video, because. I'm one of the pe- one of the guys. I like to have a bit of a longer video, but I like to have a, a good quality video. So I'm very very picky with my video. Obviously, I've got a bit more visuals coming in now. That'll probably get worked mm. on, improving. Pie always... chart, pie chart. Aye, uh, shows your pie chart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I was up editing till it was half eight in the morning. The next morning, no sleep at all. And then I was working at twelve. So I think I get like two hours sleep and I was working to six the next day. So, do you know what I mean? The effort goes into it. Um, it's very, very hard work at times, man. Like, just non-stop you feel. But, do you know what? I'm absolutely privileged. The, pe- every, the support I've had of people has been unbelievable. And the fact I've been voted into the top eight in the UK is just, it's mind-boggling to be honest with you. So I'll be going down to the awards next month. The voting is closed. It closed last night. Down to the awards, I'll be able to meet all the big, biggest, best YouTubers. There's going to be Premier League footballers there. There's going to be presenters there, like, like some Maya Jama. I'll be getting a photo with her, Maya Jama. <laughs> uh, is it? You get? Uh, is it plus one? <laughs> uh, McCoy's etc. Hey, listen, 
I've, <laughs> I've, I've got my plus one written down my ajama man. <laughs> um, aye, so Laura Woods is gonna know she can be yours. <laughs> um, so aye, do you know what? Well, best of luck for it. Thank you very much. The length of you've been doing it. Uh, do you know I've I've been doing it for six or seven months. Um, it's not a long time, but aye, do you know what? I love it. I absolutely love it. And do you know people have been unbelievable with me everywhere I go now. I'm starting to get recognised now, obviously, because I'm starting to get, I'm starting to attract numbers. Mm-hmm. But everywhere I go now, people are just so nice to me. Just talk away, they want to have conversation, compliments, and you look at my YouTube compliments, like, wow, I it's brilliant, loving it. So the grind won't stop, and I'm just going to keep showing people what the media don't. That, that's my plan. I try and show atmospheres. I try and show what people don't see I try and show a uniqueness so hopefully I do deliver that uh, for those that don't know where to find you already tell everyone where your socials are where they can find your videos your socials at Blair McNally one for the socials and look up Blair McNally on YouTube for my videos so what I do is I just go around I um, re- uh, review five factors of a match day experience so I try and show individual clubs for their match day experience and review it to Others see how the clubs do. So I do food, facilities, price, atmosphere and football. Um, and yeah, if you want me to come to your club, well, I would say put it in the comments, can you? <laughs> Aye, they can, uh, they can put they can it on comment, the Twitter, yeah. podcast or that. Comment on Twitter. If you, if on Twitter. And if you get want to talk to yourself as well. I'll review, I'll review your match day experience. Or, Aye. Right, okay, brilliant. We said earlier we wanted to get you to do some predictions. We'll get you, Jeff and Joe, to do predictions. So we are now 6-3 down to Ali. We got a point back at the weekend in the lower league predictions. Blair, you are a fan of a team in the championship. So you need to predict the actual score, right? And the game we're going to go for in the championship this weekend will be Dundee versus Ayr. That's at Dundee Stadium, isn't it? Aye. I'm going to go 2 1 air. Oh, 2 1 air. Right, okay, 1 2. Uh, Jeff, Dunfermline versus FC Edinburgh. Oh, that's. Uh, swear then. Uh, uh, Series 10, Park is in there. Dunfermline at home. I can. I reckon 2 1 them, Furman. 2 1 them. 2 1. Maybe we should have put them further again because we had them last week in it, but nah, it's a, it's a yes. game of the day. That's going to watch. League 2. What we go for? Maybe Aaron Strunor. Josh? Aaron Strunor. Um, tough one. Neither team doing absolutely brilliantly. Um, Strunor. A wee bit on and off, um, and in much the same. A nil-nil draw written all over it. It has. It really has, hasn't it? Um, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go for a nil. I, I'll say right. nil-nil. Aye. Painful to take it. But sometimes it is. It is. It's a good shout. We did teamwork there, Josh. Look at that. Yep. Exactly. The teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Exactly. Oh, Look at that. Bu- bu- building, building bridges. Eh? What's the only shit? A friendship. <laughs> Talking about building bridges, um, Vinny, John, and Chris, 
will be on the podcast later in the week and they will be reviewing the SWNT, Scotland Women's National Team, playoffs later in the week. So good luck to Scotland Tuesday for the game against Republic of Ireland. But they'll cover it in far better detail than what we could. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, and that is a wrap, I think, for tonight. So, Blair, thank you very much for coming on. Sorry, John. So, sorry, John. Can oh. I, ju- I just wait? Sorry, I just had one thing I wanted to get in uh, uh, before uh, the, the pod finishes up. I just wanted to say that um, Antonio Cholak is better than Erling Haaland. Change my mind. Are you going to say that every week now until we play Norway? I put it on Twitter and no one liked it, so he's just trying to be on air instead. Uh, do a maybe, poll not, on maybe, Twitter. Maybe another podcast. Maybe another podcast. John, did you just say that was a wrap? I, 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 I think he's on some substances tonight. Um, <laughs> or his delusional passes bedtime. Bye, Blair. Thanks for coming on. Aaron, Jeff, Josh, good as always. Yep. Thank you. And Thanks, we'll be back later in the week. And, aye, cheers. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. 